Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes! Please stop! I got a bad feeling about this. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Did you go out with Ray? Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Get away from her, you bitch! You're gonna need a bigger boat. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett. I am Ryan Warner. And we are the Movie Knights. Well, some of them. If you're listening, you are here to listen to our uncensored, unfiltered thoughts and opinions on what's going on in the world of movies. I told you, I'm going to try and remember that more. Yeah, dude, that's... That's good. I like it. I like it a lot. Dude, I just can't wait to start making videos. Oh, it's going to be so awesome when we get there. Soon. Soon, my man. Yes. Uh, anyway, today's a special... What's Saturday? What? Today's a special episode. Uh, I'm surprised we even did this because we sometimes are too lazy to get our regular episode up. So the fact that we're doing a special one, y'all should feel so lucky, all seven of you. But yeah. We are blessing you with another episode <laughs> this week. That's a good way of describing it. But why are we doing a special episode, Dalton? I'm so glad you asked. Um, we have our official Oscar predictions. Now, we do it a little differently than everyone else. Mostly, everyone just chooses, all right, here's who I think is going to win. I, I play a game every year that has been incorporated into my apartment um, with the Oscars. And if you want to play along at home, here's how it works. Every category, with the exception of a few, which we'll get there, you get two picks. Your first choice is worth five points. Your second choice is worth two points. And whoever has the most points at the end of the night wins. However, for best picture, best picture is worth 10 points. Your, second, your, first, your first pick's worth 10 points. Your second choice is worth three. And you get a third one that is worth one. Now, best makeup and hairstyling, since there's only three options, you get one choice and it's worth three points. So those are the only outliers to the rule of everything else. But it's a, it's a fun point system game. And uh, we're going to see how we do. I usually win every year, but I have a feeling that I'm going to get my ass handed to me because these Oscars have been fucking hard to predict. Last year was pretty easy. Now, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and start with our picks, and we're going to start with best visual effects. Hopefully we can get this in under four hours. The, we, we can only hope. <laughs> All right, Ryan, I'm going to have you go first. What is your first choice to win best visual effects? The best visual effects Oscar is going to go to Avengers Infinity War team. Um, I think solely on the Thanos look, it should win. But of course, everything else in there looks fantastic. Knowing everything was shot in a green room in Atlanta, and it looks like you're on Titan. It just it looks fantastic. I will say, uh, my first choice was the same. Okay. And I watch, or I get the results of every award show they do, and in a lot of the award shows... Avengers one, so I kind of like I do my homework. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Um, your second choice because I feel like we might differ on this one. Well, before I go into my second choice, it's funny that you say you do your homework because I'm we we established earlier that I'm more of a casual movie fan. Yeah. Um, so I I've I've just been hearing what you've been talking about in yeah. some of our discourse. I don't shut up. So when I read these things, I'm like guys, did you what happened at the WGAs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I I love movies just as much as you do, oh, yeah. and just as much as the next person. But my second choice to win would actually be Solo, and that's kind of my underdog. Okay. Uh, why, why, why do you think Solo? I think Star Wars and Lucasfilm, their visuals look fantastic every year, and Solo's no exception to that. And 
I just like it for my underdog. I mean, I went with my second choice as my underdog for most of these picks, as you'll see. Um, but I just, I loved the way that movie looked. Yeah, No, I agree it was a very nice looking movie, but my second choice is different. My second choice is First Man. The reason I chose that is because the Academy likes to give the VFX award to movies that use it in a way where you don't realize you're looking at special effects. Well, Avengers has the most special effects, and like Ready Player One and Solo also, they all have special effects. And the other nominee was Christopher Robin. We should probably do all the nominees before we do our picks, now that I think about it. But anyway, the reason... <laughs> yeah, we're learning. The reason I choose First Man is because I was thinking about it, and I thought about the history of this award. In the 2009 Oscars for the 2008 movies, one of the movies nominated was Iron Man. It did not win Best Visual Effects. Would you like to know what won Best Visual Effects that year? What? The Curious Case of Benjamin Button beat Iron Man. Really? Yes. Which gives me a feeling that they might give it to First Man. Also, First Man was not nominated for Best Picture, even though I think it's a great film, and there are a lot of people who feel the same way, so they're going to throw this movie a bone wherever they can. Okay. So I have a feeling that First Man might sneak in and beat Avengers, but I still think Avengers is, the, is my number one pick. And then, um, I'm sorry, and then you said First Man was your second pick? Yeah. All right. So, best film editing. Here are the nominees. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, and Vice. Who do you have winning? My number one pick is Vice. The reason that's my number one pick is because the Academy, in, in the best editing category, they like films that just have a lot of editing, and they consider it best editing, even though it might not be. Or if it's something's told out of sequence, I believe Dunkirk won best editing. I, could, I hope I'm not wrong. I'm going to feel like an idiot because I don't have any facts in front of me. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that Dunkirk won Best Editing because it was out of, an out-of-sequence movie. And Baby Driver wasn't even nominated that year. Really? Yeah, and that's that... clearly the best edited film of that year. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's surprising. At least I'm pretty sure it wasn't nominated. God, I'm going to go get my phone here in a second because I need to... Wait, wait, I have my phone. All right, here. While I look that up, what is your first choice to win? My first choice is Bohemian Rhapsody. Um... Every time I think of the editing, I always think of the beginning montage of the film equipment getting ready and, like, the concert. And you're like, oh, my God, like, I want to see this concert. And then it cuts to something else. And then it cuts to his life. And every time I think of the editing, I think of that. But I'm going to pick Bohemian Rhapsody as my uh, first choice. What about your second choice? My second choice. And, yes, Dunkirk did win that year. Um, but, anyway, my second choice is Bohemian Rhapsody, your first choice. And the reason that mine, that's my second choice and not necessarily my first choice is John Ottman, who, who edited that movie, has started a narrative, a conversation amongst Hollywood and Academy voters. And all of his friends in the editing world are chipping in saying, hey, you know how... Um, Bohemian Rhapsody went through that director change and how there was a whole change of vision and people were constantly fighting and people were doing this and doing that. Well, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but John Ottman saved that movie. John Ottman in the editing room is the one who put it all together, took the two visions, combined it, and that narrative has started to go through Hollywood. Hmm. And John Ottman is a very, it's probably the most famous editor of all these people. He's the only name that people know, probably. So you think that narrative will help 
Well, I mean, voting's already in, like I they're think, done, but you I think, think that helps? started during voting. And I think that that might influence people to be like, yeah, you know what? John Ottman did save that movie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to John Ottman, you know? So Interesting. that's my second choice. But I would not be shocked if it wins at all. Yeah. It, it's funny because my second choice is your first pick, yeah, Vice. Yeah, we switched it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for the same reason that you picked it for your first choice, just the editing is all over the place, and it's just, it's edited to hell. Like, it's it, not not a bad way, but, like, it's just, yeah. you're looking at edits every few seconds, it feels like. Um, yeah, that, that'll be interesting to see that, because our picks are flipped. I'm curious to see the rest of your picks and how this plays out. Yeah, I can confirm that Baby Driver wasn't nominated that year. It was bothering the hell out of me. But uh, Dunkirk won. I think I, Tanya should have won that year, though, because that movie was really well edited. Really good. But anyway, um, moving on to best costume design. The nominees are The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. Ryan, what is your first choice to win? The Favorite. Okay. I think the costumes are outlandish, but realistic. The... I I love the costumes. Like, the wigs that the men would wear, like, are just the old colonial wigs to show power. The dresses all looked fantastic. Um, I just... Uh, going through these, I mean, Mary Queen of Scots, which is another nominee, has the same thing, but while only seeing trailers and posters, I don't think it had that same feel yeah. that the favorite had, and I think the favorite did it successfully, so I, that's why I went with the favorite, just realistic and it's outlandish your first choice is my second choice because for everything that you said but my first choice and this is kind of not a very popular one okay i think black panther is going to take this one you don't nominate black panther seven times and not throw it a bone Mm -hmm. and i think that black panther is going to take best costume design partially because the costumes are fucking cool like they the wakanda was part of the culture and partly because ruth e carter is one of the only like i said in the last category with john ottman it's, it's the name. Like, people know who Ruthie e. Carter is in costume designing. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that that will also help edge out. But The Favorite is my second choice. I honestly think it's a toss-up between the two. What was your second choice? Black Panther. Uh-huh. <laughs> there we go. For the exact same reasons, I yeah. just I think The Favorite um, has an edge. But like you said, the costumes in Black Panther are perfect. Wakanda is the culture. It looks yeah. really good. It, it was hard for me to decide between these two, but I would not be surprised at all if Black Panther wins. And if it wins, well-deserved. Yeah. Um, right, I'll go ahead. Moving on to best makeup and hairstyling, it's it's Vice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah Vice. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 No wasting time on that. We Vice is winning best makeup. Okay. Now, let's get into the. Fun. I'll, I want to hear your first pick on this. Um, mm-hmm. Let's move to best cinematography. Okay. We have Cold War, which is a foreign, a Polish foreign yeah. film. We have The Favorite. We have Never Look Away. Roma, which is a Netflix original foreign film, and A Star is Born. What is your first pick? My first pick is Roma. I think the movie is getting a lot of attention. It's nominated the most times with the favorite, ten times. It is a beautiful-looking movie. The way and the reason, like, Alfonso directed it, wrote it, shot it, edited it. Like, the man pulled a movie nights and just did everything himself. And I, I think that the respect that, that movie is getting... And um, the the just the amount of attention, the the narrative of just like look how beautiful this film is. Mm-hmm. I think Roma is going to take it. I like my second choice as well, though, and I think it's a toss up. 
Although this is this is one of the categories where I wanted three picks. Yeah. Because it's not my personal. F- neither of the picks I chose were my personal favorite cinematographer cinematography of the year. I'll tell you that one. Mm-hmm. But my first pick was Roma. What's your first pick? The favorite, because of this list, it was the most original looking. It was the most stylistic. And that's why I think the favorite's going to win. Now, that's the one. That was my favorite. That's the one I was just talking about. Like, yeah. the favorite was my favorite cinematography of the year. But it's not my second choice either. I took a risk there because I, I genuinely don't know. It's between three for me. But uh, what is your second choice for cinematography? Cold War. I didn't even put Roma on this list. Damn. And it's funny because I had just finished Roma this morning yeah. for the first time. Mm-hmm. While that movie looks beautiful... We saw Cold War in yeah. theaters, mm-hmm. and both of them are black and white films. I think Cold War is just shot and lit better than Roma, while Roma and Alfonso Cuaron shoots in a very specific way, especially if you've seen other movies of his. I took a risk like you. I didn't even put Roma on my top two. I'm going with the favorite at number one and Cold War at number two. My number two is also Cold War. And personally, I like Cold War's cinematography more than Roma's. I just think that the conversation is more behind Roma. And that's why I kind of picked okay. it to win. But I honestly, being as serious with you, wouldn't be shocked if it's any of those three. Yeah. Like any of those three, I think, could take this award home. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I just... Yeah, well, I'll, I'll get into it later because I don't want to okay. spoil okay. anything for okay. my picks. Okay, gotcha. Um, now let's go into best production design. Yep. Uh, what is your number one pick for production design? Well, of the nominees, we have Black yes, Panther, The Favorite, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. For my first pick, I picked Black Panther. Okay. That movie looked beautiful. You believed Wakanda was its own country and its own culture. And it looked gorgeous and it complements the costumes as well which is why it's my second pick but i wouldn't be surprised if it wins but i i genuinely think black panther is going to win that what about you my first choice is the favorite okay i think that the sets the palace just everything every location they went to looked legitimate it felt real and i think that not for one second did i buy that they were shooting a movie like you know what I mean? Like every time I was like, "Wow, this is the 1800s, and we're here now." Mm-hmm. Especially the kitchen and how the kitchen was shot and the oh, yeah. production. Oh, looked so authentic. But um, my second choice is Black Panther, and because for all the reasons you said, mm-hmm. it was Wakanda. It created its own world, and I think that the only thing hindering it for me is because is that there's a lot of CG. Okay. But CG kind of goes into production design as well because it's designed. But I think just in terms of voting and visual pleasingness, the more practical, the better in terms of voting chances. Mm-hmm. But um, what is your second choice? The favorite. God damn it. For the exact <laughs> same reasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're not picking one and two, one and yeah, two the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but for the exact same reasons you said. And by the way, guys, if you haven't seen The Favorite, please so watch good. it. Such a great film. It is one of the most unique films I've ever seen, and it's yeah. so stylistic. Mm-hmm. And after watching that and The Lobster... The guy who made it, Yorgos, yeah. is becoming one of my new favorite filmmakers. Nice, he is great. Um, but yeah, moving on to the next category here, we have Best Sound Mixing. Um, the nominees are Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, and A Star is Born. And Roma. 
For best sound mixing? Yeah. Oh, I must have missed that. All right, well, go ahead. What's your first choice? I took a risk here. Okay. My first choice is First Man. The reason being is I remember being in the Dolby Theater when the shuttles were taking off and everything happening and the way that it just puts you in the cockpit with Neil Armstrong and the way that everything sounded, nothing sounded too risky and the way it would cut to silence and space and cut back, like everything, the way it worked was amazing. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's a popular choice, but my first choice is First Man. What about you? First choice was Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm -hmm. Um, mainly for the montage with yeah. them playing music and concerts and growing famous. And then, of course, at Live Aid. Um, and it's interesting that you say that at first, man, because while that was good, I didn't f quite feel that. Okay. Um, but to each their own. Yeah. Um, but I, I think... Yeah, I, I picked Bohemian Rhapsody as my first choice, just for the montage and the concerts and the music. Um, what about you? What's your second choice? Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> but okay. for, for everything you said, yeah. um, just, you know, the way that, especially when they were creating Bohemian Rhapsody and the Galileos and the tapes and the... Yeah. Like, I feel like that might give it an edge. I know that I, sh I probably should have picked that as my first choice, but I just have this gut feeling about First Man okay. that they're going to throw at Bones... But uh, but yeah, what's your second choice? Uh, Star is Born. For the same reasons I picked Bohemian Rhapsody, oh, yeah, just music, concerts, yeah, yeah. music. Um, for the same reasons, I I couldn't I couldn't pick between the my first and second choice for that. So I just mm -hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody is number one. Star is Born is number two. But for the same reasons. Yeah. Um. Best sound editing. Mm -hmm. We have Black Panther. Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, and A Quiet Place. And Roma. And Roma. It's not printing on mine, but okay. that's not going to affect my voting yeah, patterns in any way. <laughs> yeah. um, but what is your first pick? My first pick is A Quiet Place. Part of it is for my blind love for that movie, and the fact that it's not nominated for Best Picture or Emily Blunt for Best Supporting Actress is <clears throat> horseshit, but we'll or get over director. it. Or director, just yeah. anything, yeah, is horseshit. But um, but I think that it's this only nomination it has, and I think that this is going to be their recognition of a lot of people liked you, so here you go. And it's fucking the whole premise of the movie is the fact that it, the way that the sound is edited. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that Quiet Place is going to take it. What about you? Bohemian Rhapsody, okay. for the same reasons I've listed. Just and, and, and that's that's a good that's a smart thing because usually the same movie takes both of these awards. Yeah. So that was very good job being consistent with you there. Yeah. So I, and that's because I, I think I did best sound editing first and then best yeah. sound mixing and that's why I think I picked that, yeah. uh, Bohemian Rhapsody as my first choice for best sound mixing. Mm -hmm. For the same reasons I picked mixing, I won't get into that. But a quiet place is actually my second pick. Nice. And Bohemian Rhapsody is my second pick, so we'd fucking did that again. Yeah. But I made sure for both my second picks that they were both the same movie because usually if they give it to one, they give it to the other one. Yeah. So that was smart on you to do that as well. Let's move on to best original song. I feel like we don't have to talk about this much, but the nominees are All the Stars from Black Panther, I'll Fight from RBG, The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns, Shallow from A Star is Born, and When a Cowboy Trades Spurs for Wings from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. The, the winner Shallow. But what's your second choice? I still well, it's not my second choice, but I can't believe when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings is nominated. I mean, I I love that song, but um, 
like you said, my first choice is shallow. I think that's a shoe and a win. Yeah, my second place is the place where lost things go. Exactly the same here. Yeah. Did the same exact thing. However, I'm pissed that Ashes from Deadpool 2 didn't get nominated. The Celine Dion song, that song was amazing. Well, she had her run at Titanic, so whatever. Yeah, we're good. All right, best original score. Okay. I have a feeling we might have picked the same number one, but I'll see. Okay. The nominees are Black Panther, Black Klansman, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. My number one pick was If Beale Street Could Talk. What was yours? If Beale Street Could Talk. There you go. My number two was Black Panther. Black Panther. There we go, see? <laughs> I, I, I had a feeling that we were going to be on, that we were going to have that same feeling. But, dude, the, the Beale Street music was so good. Oh, it instantly pulls you into the movie. Yeah. Inst- and it captures the mood of the movie yeah. so perfectly. I'm actually surprised A Quiet Place to Score was nominated because I love that music. I mean, I, 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 you know, I love the movie, so, yeah. of course, I'm going to. But that scene in the bathtub when it screams and it hard cuts to the drums of oh, John yeah. Krasinski running, like, that music was incredible. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd definitely have to watch it again or listen to the music again in context but because um, I don't really remember the original score for that, but um, definitely if Bill Street could talk, I, I would hope that that's a shoe-in. Mm-hmm. Right, best animated short film. The nominees are Animal Behavior, Bow, Late Afternoon, One Small Step, and Weekends. What you got? You know, I didn't really see all of these, but I'm going to go with Bow because I think that's the only one I've seen here. But it had such a cute, kind message of just returning home and being with your family. And I, I think that's impactful for being a short film. And I think that this is this woman's first directed anything i don't know maybe maybe mm-hmm. i think that's what i heard whenever i first watched it but regardless bow is my first pick what about you same exact thing for the same reasons you picked my second choice was animal behavior because it sounds cool one small step because uh, we'll one small step we'll see we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> All right, best live action short film uh detainment fauve marguerite mother and skin what you got homie uh no more safe haven oh <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, but hell no, it's not that good. But uh, but what I appreciate that. But what you got? Uh, for my number one, detainment, because that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two is mother. Gotcha. My number one was Magritte because it sounds official. But my number two was detainment. So we have some similarity there. Interesting. Yeah. Were these just wild guesses? Wild guesses. Cool man. Absolute wild guesses. All right. Best documentary short subject. Black sheep. End game. Lifeboat, A Night at the Garden, period, end of sentence. What you got, homie? Probably Black Sheep, because I think of just the titles. That one is like... Same pick. It just sounds like it have a strong message behind it. Yep. What about your second choice? A Night at the Garden, because it sounds peaceful. I did period, end of sentence, just because it sounds like official. Okay. But yeah. But we both put Black Sheep for first, so that's pretty funny. Yeah. Best documentary feature. <laughs> I know we're going to talk about something uh, here in a second. <laughs> Uh, the nominees are Free Solo, Hail Country This Morning, This Evening, Minding the Gap, A Fathers and Sons, and RBG. What's your first choice to win, bub? I think you missed one. I, th- I think you missed Won't You Be My Neighbor. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not nominated. Oh, God damn it. God, who, who's running these Oscars, man? Neither was Three Identical Strangers, which was a documentary everyone was talking about, too. Yeah. Dude, strange. Yep. Um... I'd have to say RBG is my first pick. I think it's based off a justice. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. What about your second choice? Minding the Gap. 
because I see that everywhere on streaming services, so I'm assuming they're doing a push for it. Gotcha. Uh, my first pick was for Free Solo. Okay. Because I've actually heard people argue that even though it's a documentary, it should have gotten nominated for Best Cinematography, oh, wow. which is something I've never heard before, like trying to be argued. But um, apparently it's insane, like this movie, and how it's about a guy who like rock climbs without um, cables, and he's still alive, but it's him like in climbing this impossible mountain. Interesting. Apparently it's nuts. And But my second choice was RBG for the same reasons yeah. you picked it. Alright, so now we're getting some more interesting now, stuff. Now, we, now we're getting into it, yeah. Let, uh, back into it. Stuff that we know. Mm-hmm. We have Best Foreign Film. <laughs> we, uh, I'm going to butcher some of these, um, so forgive me. Yeah. But Capernaum, which is a Lebanon film. We have Cold War, which is a Polish movie we have never look away which is a german movie we have aroma which is a mexican movie and we have shoplifters which is a japanese movie your pick for the oscar and then my number one pick is roma because i feel like that's the obvious choice although we could see a surprise here but i feel like roma is the front runner to win this and the conversation behind roma then they've spent 35 million dollars on their oscar campaign oh wow the movie didn't even cost that much so yeah, they're really Netflix really wants to win some major awards to get in the game. Yeah. But uh but yeah, my first pick is Roma. What's your first pick? Cold War. Ooh, I, dude, this is going to this is going to be so fucking interesting to see yeah. what wins this cuz you know if Cold if they announce Cold War wins best foreign, that Rome has taken best picture. You know that's what's happening. I would genuinely be surprised if Roma wins both. Yes, yeah, same. Because if same. Roma wins Best Foreign Film, I think it's it, not winning. Yeah. But it'd be really interesting to see if it doesn't win anything that either. Be because what if people voted like, oh, it's Best Picture, so I won't vote for kind it. Like and then people voted. Yeah, and then people voted Best Picture. Like, oh, it's Best Foreign. I'm not going to vote for it. It could happen. It could yeah. happen. So uh, Cold War is my first pick um, for the same reasons I've listed earlier. I just think it's an overall better film and has more of a more of a message while Roma is very sad, but Roma is my second pick for your first, for your, for your reasons. What about you? What's your second pick? My second pick is Cold War. (laughs) What about, what's your second pick? Roma. Fucking A. So yeah, we just, we just swapped on that one. Um, Best animated feature film. The nominees are Incredibles, Isle of Dogs, Mira, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. My first choice is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. My second choice is Incredibles 2. I feel like if you think it's anything other than those two, you haven't been paying attention to what's going on. What do you think? Fair enough. Same. Same thing? Yep. Spider-Man and Incredibles 2. I think people are under underestimating the fact that Incredibles 2 could actually win. Because a lot it of, came out so early, so yeah. some people are starting to forget it. But and now that it's nominated, people are like, oh, yeah, that was actually really good. And a lot of the Oscar voters are like, kind of go to their kids like, well, maybe you like this year. And they probably asked them maybe before because Spider-Man came late in the game. Yeah. So we'll see. But it should be into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse should have got a Best Picture nomination. Do you agree? Yeah, that movie was good enough to be Best Picture. There are still two categories <laughs> Thank open. Thank you. Fucking A. Just wanted, to, yeah, just wanted to get that out there. All right. Now it's getting interesting. Into the nitty-gritty into the, stuff. Into the nitty-gritty stuff. Best Adapted Screenplay. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Black Klansman. Can You Ever Forgive Me? If Beale Street Could Talk. And A Star is Born. What's your first pick? If Beale Street Could Talk. Okay. I think, while I haven't seen Moonlight, I thought If Beale Street Could Talk was fantastic. Um, and honestly, looking at all these other ones, like, 
Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I just don't think that holds up against these other ones. Black Klansman I haven't seen, unfortunately, so I can't speak on behalf of that one. And then Can You Ever Forgive Me? I feel like that's an outcast as well. So if Beale Street Could Talk was fantastic, and it's my first choice. What about you? My second choice, or my, my first choice is If Beale Street Could Talk, for the same reasons. My second choice is Black Klansman. Although this is another one where it's between three. I think it's between If Beale Street Could Talk, Black Klansman, and Can You Ever Forgive Me. Can You Ever Forgive Me is a movie about writers. And when you vote for the movie about writers for screenplay, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And we've seen stuff like, ha- like that happen before in the Academy past. So don't be shocked if that swoops in and wins. I didn't pick it because I think Spike Lee is a, is a favorite of the Academy. And I think that he, it's been a while since he's gotten his time. And I feel like this might be a time for him to take the Academy Award for Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. That's why it's my second choice. But I still think that if Bill Street could talk is my first choice, what's your second pick? Well, real quick, um, can you ever forgive me? It was also that movie was nominated a few times in different categories, so yeah. it could also be just them throwing them a bone, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but my second choice is actually A Star Is Born, even though it's been done ten times. I fucking love that movie. It's fantastic. No movie has resonated with me more than that, gotcha. and I'm assuming other people feel the same way. Hopefully, yeah. So that's my A Star Is Born is my second pick. Gotcha. Now, this next category is where I took a huge risk. I took a huge risk. I think I know where you're going with this. And we'll we'll see if it pans out. But this is Best Original Screenplay. The nominees are The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. Do you want to hear my first choice to win? Yeah. The Favorite. Okay. I picked The Favorite to win because it's nominated ten times, and I feel like if it's going to win one of these major awards, it's going to be this one. Now, the whole conversation will tell you Green Book. Green Book has won every other original screenplay award that's come out. But there's backlash against the writer right now. And the favorite, like I said, has been nominated 10 times. I, just, I got a feeling. I have a fucking feeling it's just going to happen. I have no, I, there's no evidence, and I have no reasonable way to feel this way. Yeah. But I feel like the favorite's going to swoop in and run. What's your first choice? Roma. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That movie... That's a risk, too. The while I felt like the dialogue was kind of eh with me every now and then, but just the overall story Mm -hmm. that this maid was going through Mm -hmm. was just so Mm heart-wrenching. And it's been nominated for several different categories, Mm -hmm. so it's bound to... One of them's bound to stick. So I'm going to bank on the best original screenplay as one of those that's banking and Roma's going to win it. Which is funny, because... Favorite's my second pick really? for the same reasons. My second pick's Green Book. You don't think Green Book's going to win? No. Oh, shit, dude. That's, that's, that's where the night's going to happen, where we have the same score, and then one of us just takes a fucking lead out of yeah. nowhere. Oh, my God. I can already see how intense that's going to get. Some of these other ones, I feel like I took a risk, but we'll see. Dude, first Reformed, don't be, don't be surprised if that wins, because that's the only nomination. Yeah. So they might just hand it that. And it, it was a good movie, too. Because I know some people are upset that Ethan Hawke didn't even get nominated. I'm upset he didn't get nominated. He was wonderful in that film. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it, so I can't speak on his behalf. But you go for the next category. here we go. Best Supporting Actress. We have Amy Adams from Vice. Mm-hmm. We have Marina de Tarvia from Roma as Sophia. We have Regina King from If Beale Street Could Talk. Emma Stone from The Favorite. And Rachel... Rachel Wisey's from Weiss. the favorite. Wise, yeah. wise from the favorite. Who's your first pick? Regina King, for Bill Street could talk. 
I feel like this is the only guaranteed award that this film is going to win. I almost feel like this is a lock, to be honest with you. So I'm going to hand it over to you. What is your first, first choice to win Best Supporting Actress? Virginia King. Same. Uh, I, I think it's a lock. Yeah. Uh, my second choice was Emma Stone, even though I, wa- I wanted to pick Amy Adams, dude, because okay. she's never won and she's been nominated like a bunch of times. But I feel like Emma Stone was too good in the favorite to just ignore. What do you think? No, I, I agree with that. But my second pick's actually Rachel Wise. Oh, the other one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, same reasons. I think she was fantastic in it. But I wouldn't be surprised if Amy Adams wins. Because, like you said, she's yeah. been nominated several times and never won. Yeah. So. Yeah. True, true. All right. We'll go to Best Supporting Actor now. Yep. Nominees are Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Sam Elliott, A Star is Born. Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell in Vice. What's your first choice, my man? Mahershali. While that's not my first pick, mm-hmm. I think he's just the favorite to win it. Yeah. Um, he was fantastic in it. I mean, I, you need to see the movie to see his performance, mm-hmm. and he's an outstanding actor. No, I agree. I picked the same exact thing. He's been sweeping every single award that this has won, so it would be very shocking if he lost. Mm-hmm. But what is your second choice, just in case that happens? Sam Elliott. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. I think they might throw him a bone. Yeah. He's phenomenal. It's his first nomination, too, I think. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. he needs more nominations. I, but yeah. For Roadhouse. He got gypped in Roadhouse, just saying. Let's not get too excited now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I, Sam Elliott's fantastic in that, and he makes you cry. Yeah. My second choice is actually Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me. What a nice guy. He has a nice social media presence. I, I, I hope he wins. <laughs> Just such a sweetheart. And the reason I picked is because it would make me so happy if he won. But, but he was honestly really good in the film. Okay. Although, don't be surprised if Adam Drivers comes in out of nowhere and wins because he was great in Black Klansman. All right. Top four. Ready? Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll alternate these. Okay. So best actress, you have Yeltsa... <laughs> Yalitza from Roma. Jeez, I don't speak any. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna butcher that, and I feel terrible. But uh, the the lead from Roma. Mm -hmm. You have Glenn Close from The Wife, Olivia Coleman, the favorite, Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born, Melissa McCarthy from Can You Ever Forgive Me? What is your first choice? Glenn Close for The Wife. I feel like it's her career award, and. a lot, there's a lot of support behind Lady Gaga, but I feel like the career choice and just she's been sweeping every other thing, I'm giving it to Glenn Close. What do you think? Yeah, same reasons. She's been taking every other award, so why not take home the Oscar? Yeah. Uh, what about your second pick, though? I want to hear yours first. Roma. The, the I did the same Roma. thing. I did the same thing because I thought you were going to say Lady Gaga. That's why I wanted you to no, hear no, no, it. No, no, But yeah. I mean, I, Lady Gaga, I think she still needs a few more years of acting. I agree. Um, before she is a solid pick for an Oscar. Yeah. Although I, I wouldn't be surprised if she wins, honestly. Yeah. But but I think that the chick from Roma, considering she's never acted in anything her whole life and just cracks out a performance like that. Especially in a lot of his one-shots, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like she was able to maintain character and never break. It was, it was crazy. Fantastic. It was crazy. All right, best actor. This one is going to be hard. Christian Bale for Vice. Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. William Defoe for At Eternity's Gate. Should have been Ethan Hawke, but whatever. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. Your first choice. I think this one's going to be tight, but I think this is Rami's award. I, I said the same thing, because it's honestly between three, and it sucks that we can't pick three, but who's your second? Christian Bale. Same thing. <laughs> Although I, I wanted to pick Viggo because I loved him in yeah. Green Book, but I just don't think that there's enough talk behind him. I was 
debating about switching out Christian Bale for Bradley Cooper, just taking a risk. Dude, just if Bradley Cooper came out of nowhere and won, that'd be insane. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think just Christian Bale tops Bradley Cooper's performance yeah. easily. Yeah. I agree. All right. Tell me the nominees for Best Director. They are Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Powell Polinski for Cold War, Yorgos for The Favorite, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice. And your first choice. Yorgos for The Favorite. No shit, you're going for it. He Listen, he has three actresses that are all that's nominated true. for awards. That's true, and that's the director's job. And cinematography. Mm-hmm. He has to work with everyone so i think that it's his award i mean while alfonso's aroma was fantastic Mm -hmm. but i i think this is yorgos's award i would be happy if he won because i think of the ones listed he was my favorite director but i didn't pick him for first or second to be honest i picked roma for my first choice just because the conversation behind it and i picked spike lee for black klansman as my second choice one because that movie was very good and two because the academy really likes spike lee and, you know, he made a very politically divisive film, especially in the very, very end. And I think that the Academy is going to eat that up. And I think that they're going to like the move that he made. And I feel like, and I, I don't believe he's won before. So I feel like, that's why I also made him my second choice for screenplay. I feel like they might give it to Spike Lee okay. as a cool statement. But yeah, that's my second choice. What's your second choice? Alfonso for Roma. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I, I think I just went with a safe one on that one. But yeah, I... I don't know. I just I support Yorgos and the favorite. Yeah, I, I want him to win. I just don't think he will win. Okay. But honestly, if the Cold War guy won, that'd, that'd be so nice too. That movie was so such a nice movie. It was so it was wonderful. Yeah. Um. Now, best picture. Let's do it. We have Black Panther, Kevin Feige. All we have Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma. The Star is Born, and Vice. Who is your first pick? My first pick for Best Picture mm-hmm. is Green Book. Wow. All right. It's ve- I know the Oscars have a lot of new, younger voters now, uh-huh. but traditionally, that's the movie they would pick. And this is going to be anecdotal, and you should never trust anecdotal evidence, but I talked to a voting member of the Academy who used to teach one of my classes. And I said, hey, man, what did you vote for? And he said, Green Book. I said, what did all your friends vote for? And he said, Green Book. And I was like, okay. And then there was another voting member of the Academy, who I don't know personally, this is just a story, who said a lot of the voting Academy members are putting Roma 8th so that Netflix doesn't win. Wow. That's Yes. So that's what I think. And I think that if Roma wins Best Foreign, it's not going to take the number one award. But that's my first pick. So what is your first pick to win? Roma. It is. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's been sweeping every other award, so why not Best yeah. Picture? Mm-hmm. But it's funny because Green Book's my third pick for those oh, reasons. Well, because uh, I, I didn't know yeah. the yeah. evidence you just laid out, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I for the past and, like, yeah. Yeah. that's mm-hmm. traditionally a movie that they'd vote for. Mm-hmm. Um, what about your second pick? This will be interesting. My second pick is Roma. Okay. But are you ready for my third pick? The favorite. Okay. Because, like I said, it's nominated 10 times. And of the ones nominated, it's probably my personal favorite. No, I like Green Book more than favorite. But right next to Green Book is the favorite. Okay. And I really admire that movie. And it's nominated 10 times. Like I said, don't be surprised if it sweeps a lot of what it was nominated for. Mm-hmm. 
but the favorite is my third choice. I feel like if there's an outlier that would come in and win, it would be the favorite. What about you? My second pick is the favorite. Second pick, okay. Yep. And you said third was Green Book? Third was Green Book, yeah. And the reason I went with Roma, again, I, I think that's just the safe bet. Yeah. Um, it it's been sweeping every award, yeah. so why not? But of these movies, I'd like to see the favorite win, mm-hmm. and if not the favorite, then Green Book. Well, shit, that's our picks, and uh, we'll see how it goes tomorrow night, and then when we do our episode Tuesday, we'll talk about the results. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on Saturday. I'm Dalton Burdett. I'm Ryan Warner. Later.